to Educationally Speaking on KVMR. This is the show that explores all topics related to education in our local schools. I'm your host, Scott Lay, Nevada County Superintendent of Schools. And with me, as always, is Kim Ewing, Nevada County Schools Arts Coordinator. Tonight, we are going to be talking with Melody Easton. And Melody uh, wears a couple of different hats, of which she's going to talk to us about. Her main hat is Executive Director for First Five of Nevada County. But like so many people in our county, that's not all she does. There are so many more things. So first, Melody, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, fitting us in your busy production schedule. Oh, well, Kim and I are thrilled to have you because this is super important. Not only, you know, the the first five work that you do, which we've had you on the show, talked about it. Um, But what we're going to be kind of focusing on this evening with Child Abuse Prevention Council Uh, So we want to talk about that. But first, just remind our viewers, first five. Yeah. So uh, first five Nevada County is one of 58 first fives across the state. Each county in the state is mandated to have one. We are funded using tobacco tax dollars to support programming in our county for children zero to five. So First Five Nevada County funds programs like the Family Resource Centers in Eastern and Western County, the Healthy Baby Program. Um, we throw a little bit of funding towards the Kids Zone Museum in the Tahoe Truckee area, the Read Me a Story Program through Sierra Nevada Medical Health Foundation. I butchered that name. I'm so sorry. Um, so a lot of great services that support families with children zero to five. Um, So I get the pleasure and the privilege of helping them be successful at what they do. Yeah, well, that's great. I think, again, there's so many of these organizations in our county that do amazing work that sometimes a lot of people don't hear about. So it's great they're, you know, not underneath the first five commission that you're executive director for, but you kind of help get them all the word out, help with the funding, um, which is great. And uh, more people that know about these these organizations, the better our community is. And nothing is more critical than our zero to five-year-olds. Getting them started on the right foot, helping parents out and giving them resources to make it successful. But as we alluded to at the beginning of the show, that is not why Melody's here talking to Kim and I. She is talking uh, the Child Abuse Prevention Council. Because Kim, you, I mean, Kim, I'm sorry, Kim. I said, Melody, you're also on that. So tell yes. me, what is that? Yes. So the Child Abuse Prevention Council of Western Nevada County is a community council whose primary purpose is to coordinate the community's efforts to prevent and respond to child abuse through collaboration and integration of family support service. So much like First Five, every county in the state is supposed to have a Child Abuse Prevention Council or CAPC. And in Nevada County, we're lucky enough we even have two of them. So we've got the Child Abuse Prevention Council of Western Nevada County, as well as Eastern Nevada County in the Tahoe Truckee area. And the one of the main vehicles for CAPC in Western Nevada County is the Community Support Network, which is a collaborative group that meets monthly um, with the mission of coordinating services for families with children across the county, um, making sure that we work effectively together, that we are providing shared messaging, that we're not competing, but really with the main focus that families are served. We are, I think Nevada County holds the title of number one in the nation for nonprofits um, Mm -hmm. per capita. 
And so we've got the services in Nevada County. We just got to make sure that we're all working and playing well together in the sandbox. And that is one of the main purposes of the community support network, which is um, facilitated by the Child Abuse Prevention Council of Western Nevada County. There we go. And so who are some of the partners that you work with under this? Yeah, on the CAPC board, we've got uh, the director of the Healthy Bay, or sorry, Child Advocates Program. We've got uh, the coordinator for the um, Child Care Coordinating Council. Uh, we've got representation from Nevada County Superintendent of Schools there. So, really strong board of uh, directors for CAPC. And then for the Community Support Network, we've got partners like Redemption Youth Ranch. Um, the the uh, Sierra Nevada Children's Services. We've got a lot of community partners that attend, representation from the library. Uh, Bright Futures for Youth is a really active member. They're also on the board. Um, so we are, we've been growing and expanding over the last six months and really gaining steam. We've got a really strong partnership with juvenile justice uh, through probation. And we've got great representation from Child Welfare Services. So the list goes on and on and on of the great partners who all come to the table and show up on at least a monthly basis to make sure that we're working together effectively. Right. Well, that's quite an extensive list that uh, of partners looking out for the well-being of children in our in our community. That's great. Um, you know, no, I do love that it's both um, Western and Eastern because you're talking 50 miles apart. So if there's a way, you know, of the community up there in Truckee area versus um, down here in uh, Western Nevada County, it's really nice that you guys tag team, but you also have separate um, services too. Yeah. And this year uh, we made a conscious and deliberate effort to um, increase our partnership with the CAPC in Eastern County, because so many of the families that we're serving um, across the whole county, their parent, the parents may work in Western County and they live in Eastern County or vice versa. And uh, so we really made a deliberate effort to work more closely this year than we ever have before. Mm. Well, I think that that's great. Yeah, I agree, Kim, to have both of them. It's always nice because we are same county, but very distinct between yes. uh, Eastern and Western. Mm -hmm. So I know one of the big things you wanted to talk to us about tonight is the Be the One campaign that our uh, CAPC or Child Abuse Prevention Councils is talking about and putting on. So tell Kim and I a little bit about that and our listeners. What is the Be the One campaign and what does it entail? Yeah, the Be the One campaign focuses on the small actions that we can take that have proven to reduce the impacts of childhood trauma. The Be the One campaign raises awareness of the power of connections and uh, the fact that changing a person's life for the better can happen with one positive connection with just one person. Mm -hmm. And the research shows that caring positive relationships support healthy child development, promote adaptive responses to stress and contribute to positive mental and physical health. So we talk a lot as a community about ACEs, the adverse childhood experiences and the negative long-term impacts of childhood trauma. But showing up and being there for children in our lives or children we encounter in the community um, really does a huge amount of effort in starting to mitigate the impacts of childhood trauma. 
starts to reduce the number of ACEs that um, a child, an adult will experience based on what they experienced as a child. So this is an, a great example of a collaborative effort across Nevada County, Eastern and Western County, and also with Placer County as well. We're all promoting this Be The One campaign and challenging folks in our community to step up and be the one for a child in their life or a community member in their life. It doesn't take a lot. It's simply smiling at someone as you pass them on the sidewalk or being kind to a checker in the grocery store um, makes a huge impact in someone's day and could even turn around their week. Well, that's Absolutely. so true. I know if I think any one of us going to have a hard day and a simple compliment from an unexpected source uh, is amazing. It sometimes just lights your day. It changes your whole attitude about what you may have been thinking or what was going on. And uh, that's, that is so true. Now you did bring up one word, an acronym that we use a lot in education, but our view, our, our listeners may not know it. You mentioned ACEs. Yes, I apologize. That for, no, that's, I mean, we do that all the time in education, but so our listeners know, because it's not a very complicated acronym, but if you don't know what it is, you don't know. Yeah, so ACEs stands for Adverse Childhood Experiences, and it's those traumatic events that can really impact a person's life. So there is an entire screening that's being done in pediatricians' offices and probation offices to um, assess those experiences. So things like, uh, have you had a parent that's been incarcerated right. or had a parent that's, um, struggled with substance misuse issues and those ACEs, the adverse childhood experiences start to add up and the studies and the science have proven that later in life that leads to chronic health issues. Um, the percentage of, um, or the, the likelihood that you have heart issues later in life goes up dramatically, the more, adverse childhood experiences you've had, um, chronic depression issues, those things all skyrocket the more adverse childhood experiences folks have. Um, but it's not all doom and gloom. Like those things can be not reversed, but mitigated through these positive, ch positive childhood experiences and positive interactions with consistent adults in a child's life. Yeah. It doesn't determine right. uh, your path in life but it could help us uh, direct or uh, get services to make it uh, make it more enjoyable we'll say definitely yeah absolutely so how how long does you said the, the biggest for this year is to be the one campaign so is this going to run the rest of the year or is this a, a set time like a month two months we're kicking it off as part of child abuse prevention month which starts april 1st and runs through the 30th and really spreading the word through the community support network or opportunities like hopping on your radio show um, and spreading the message across the county, uh, focusing on it in April, but we're hoping that it continues on the rest of the year because it's just a great reminder for all of us that the impact we can have in people's lives. All right, and yeah. before I turn over to Kim for the next question, I did notice uh, you mentioned to Kim and I just before we started the show about local law enforcement showing their support. So how are they gonna show their support for the Be The One campaign? Yeah, absolutely. Our local law enforcement agencies are showing their support for Be The One 
by sporting Be The One decals the month of April on their patrol vehicles. So either a magnet or a sticker, we're working with them to um, place those on their vehicles. So wherever they, they go, people see the message of being the one and helping to reduce child abuse. And we're hoping that that sparks curiosity in people and they'll go and they'll Google Be The One or they'll go to our website or Facebook page and learn more about what does that mean? How can I be the one for people? Right. right. And I've noticed too, you have a hashtag. Do you want to pitch that one for anybody who wants to support it on your social media? Yeah. The hashtag for child abuse prevention month is wear blue for kids. The official national wear blue day is April 1st. So if you are on social media, wearing your best blue gear and you tag hashtag wear blue for kids, um, that will be posted and shared as part of a supportive effort and uh, we'll continue on all month. You're not just limited to wearing all your best blue clothes on April 1st, but as whenever you wear them throughout the month, if you tag wear blue for kids and you um, tag the community support network of Nevada County, um, your pictures will pop up and people will know that you outwardly support the prevention of child abuse in Nevada County. All right, so well, important. Yeah. Well, and actually the next one I think is the question um, is something to do with the board of supervisors. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what they're going to be doing in, in the state of law or legislature? Yeah. Every year in Nevada County and in counties across the state, the board of supervisors pass a resolution declaring April as child abuse prevention month, making it loud and proud that Nevada County is actively working to prevent child, child abuse and neglect. Um, and we're joined together with our county agencies and nonprofits and community-based organizations to make sure that we carry that um, flame in our heart around child abuse prevention all month long. Yeah. So that presentation. Could... Oh, I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. That presentation for the board of supervisors will be April 12th. And their meetings are being held in person, but they're still being broadcast online. Uh, the, the Zoom link is on their website for anybody that wants to tune in. Okay. And I was just kind of tagging on um, during this uh, COVID time, we've had stories been told that, um, you know, we don't know everything that's happening at home and we don't know, you know, the data isn't indicative of what's been going on with, with possible child neglect. Would you, would you echo that or what, what's your thought on that? Absolutely. When we were in the thick of the shutdown in 2020, talking to our partners over at child welfare, they said, we're not getting a lot of calls around child abuse and neglect, which on the surface seems like a good thing, but really it's that our kids weren't out, out and about as much as they were before. They weren't in the classroom with their teachers. And so a lot of times people didn't necessarily know what was going on in the home. And um, when class classes resumed last year, um, there were some pretty scary cases that popped up and ways that we were able to wrap around families um, once we knew what was going on and could connect them to the awesome services that we have in Nevada County. But when we were in the thick of it, it was hard to know. It's hard to know what was going on. Right. And yeah. another thing I wanted to mention too, sorry, Scott, it's just that what I love about your, what you're offering too is parent education. Like education is kind of the core of rebuilding and rehabilitation mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Can you speak a little bit about that too? Yeah. One, I mean, I'm the first to admit I've got two daughters, they're six and they're eight and no one gives you a manual 
when you leave the hospital? I asked, they said, they said, we don't have that. Um, and so there's amazing evidence-based curricula that's out there. And we are excited to um, highlight opportunities that are already existing. So the Partners Family Resource Center uh, centers here in uh, Western Nevada County already offer parenting workshops that are really easy to access. They're doing online and in person. Um, and one of the highlights of Child Abuse Prevention Month from the Child Abuse Prevention Council is that we are also able to provide a free parenting workshop on April 30th that mm -hmm. utilizes the Nurtured Heart Approach and HOPE, which is an acronym that stands for Healthy Outcomes from Positive Experiences. It's like the strength-based neighbor to mm -hmm. our ACEs um, and really points out how, how those positive childhood experiences um, combat the ACEs. And so that opportunity will be, again, April 30th from 10 to 1 at the Child Development Center on Sierra College campus. Uh, Childcare and lunch will be provided um, and more information is on our Community Support Network website on how to register and more details and things like that. But parenting education is at the heart of it and we don't necessarily know what we don't know. And uh, so much of it is based on how we were raised. And so any opportunity that we have, that I have as a parent to learn how to do better and raise um, my strong strong-willed future leaders, um, I, I chomp at the bit for it. <laughs> That's great. So kids, we got April 30th, Sierra mm -hmm. College Child Development Center, food and child care mm -hmm. provided. Bonus. That's great. And, and what's the website if our listeners are wanting to, to put that oh. down on their calendar? Can you share that again too, Melody? Yeah, it is csnnc.org. So we're the Community Support Network of Nevada County. So csnnc.org. Perfect. Great. Great. Now you've also mentioned to us that I mean, April is just chock full of things going on, all child-centered, all positive things, which is fantastic. But we've got a gym that's participating. So you know, I'd love to hear what is the connection between the gym and, and Child Abuse Prevention Month and Positive Reinforcement, mm -hmm. Be the One, all the things you've been talking about. How do they fit in? Sure. Well, so often instances of child abuse and neglect are all due or in part, in part due to parent stress. Mm -hmm. And the fact that if we don't have the resources that we need for um, housing and jobs and things like that, we're just, we're filled to the brim with stress and a good positive way to release that stress is working out and exercising. And so we are partnering with training zone in grass Valley to offer a fitness challenge during the month of April for child abuse prevention month. And they are very graciously opening up their doors every Friday in April to members and non-members that want to come in and work out and get some of those positive endorphins. Uh, we also created together um, the fitness challenge, which is a workout of the day each Friday of the month based on statistics from um, child welfare around child abuse and neglect in Nevada County. So the number of children who are currently in foster care or out of home care um, is 51. So one of the weeks, the uh, fitness challenge is around, uh, you do a 50, 51 second plank, 
25 burpees, 25, um, or not 25 burpees, 25 push-ups, 25 squats and a burpee. So it adds up to 51. Um, so each of the weeks, the fitness challenge ties back into statistics around local child abuse and neglect, um, the number of calls that are made for child abuse reports. Um, but we've just got this amazing partner in Grass Valley Training Zone to kindly open their doors. Uh, anybody who goes in and does the workout and tags training zone on social media gets entered into a raffle. We've got raffle baskets that are all filled with uh, donated items from local vendors. What, I mean, just what a cool opportunity, something totally out of the box in terms of child abuse prevention, um, but a great example of the, the small things like it may make it. I know when I'm at the end of my rope and I can take my girls to the gym, they're safe in the play care and I can get all of my energy out on the treadmill or with the slam balls. Like I'm a much better parent when I have the chance to do that. And they're really reducing a lot of the barriers to, to parents being able to do that by opening their doors in April. That's great. Now you yeah. don't have to sign up. You said you can just show up. You do not have to sign up any Friday in April. You can walk in as a community member and they will help you to engage with the workout of the day. And for our listeners, training zone is located at Great question. Uh, okay, I'll, it's at the railing. <laughs> I was I was throwing you that one, but uh, I believe it's located at the Rayleigh's. Yeah, it's in the Rayleigh Shopping Rayleigh Center. Shopping Center upstairs. I think it's upstairs and downstairs, but I think you officially enter from upstairs. Um, what a great partnership that is, mm-hmm. Melody, and nice wow. of them to step up and do that. And boy, I, I couldn't agree more with the idea of the need to exercise to. Uh, get some of that energy out. So actually the last couple of years, some of that angst, the uncertainty just to, to do it. So that's wonderful. Very cool of of our training zone there to, uh, to do that for us. That sounds fantastic. And for me, it's just as an educator to be able to know that that's a facet of some possible abuses when people are under stress and like, you're not at your best, you're in altered states So it's wonderful to say, okay, I'm getting stressed. I need to go work out or I need to take a walk. And those are great exercises to show and model your kids too, is to say, I need a minute to decompress or breathe deeply. Those are great ways to, to also alleviate some stress and anxiety maybe Mm -hmm. too, but I'm loving the training zone. That sounds great. Um, One other thing that you talked about is something to do with um in the second week of april families can stop by our wonderful nevada county libraries can you tell us a little bit about that yes uh the child abuse prevention council of western nevada county will be putting together little craft bags and dropping them off at the grass valley and madeline helen branches of the library Um, it will be a craft to uh, put together a pinwheel So it'll come with a pencil that says April is child abuse prevention month and the instructions on how to make a pinwheel because the official symbol for child abuse prevention month is a pinwheel. And so how fun that families can work on this craft together for free and have this little takeaway of a pinwheel as we um, start to enjoy the beautiful spring weather. How symbolic. <laughs> Sounds wonderful. Um, that's, and also too, why, why the pinwheel? I'm curious about that as the symbol. The, uh, the, the symbol of it, it comes from Prevent Child Abuse America and it's pinwheels for prevention. We all love alliteration in the nice. school's world. And um, a lot of outreach campaigns and um, awareness campaigns focus on the ribbon 
like the breast cancer awareness ribbon. And so by choosing a pinwheel, it's just something a little bit different. And again, brings up that conversation topic, why a pinwheel? And people mm -hmm. start to look up um, pinwheels for prevention and takes them down a whole rabbit hole of ways that they can get involved in child abuse prevention where they live. Nice. But the good kind of rabbit hole, not yeah. the kind of rabbit hole like we get into in the evening when we start looking stuff up on Google and before you know <laughs> right. it's 11 o'clock and you've completely wasted two hours of your life. Yeah, this but is if a it's good two hours on prevention, yeah, I like that. That's, that's a positive uh, a time spent <laughs> looking up things. Nice. Yeah. And I realize there's so much going on, Melody. That's incredible. Um, maybe you might want to mention again, all this information along with your calendar. Can you, can you tell us again, your, your website? So our listeners can go check it out. Yeah, absolutely. All of this information from the wear blue day on April 1st, the gym, the parenting workshop, the library partnership, everything is listed on our website. And there's a convenient little calendar that you can print off or save. And uh, our website is csnnc.org. All of it's right there. It'll also be on our Facebook page. And we're asking all of our partners to spread the word and share the messaging as well. Get the information out to pa parents and families that you serve um, because it's, it's for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Right, I actually, I thought too, it'd be lovely to hear Melody, how, you know, now that we're kind of coming out of COVID and kids have been back in school as much as they can be this year, um, how have, how has the data been with how things are going with kids? Um, and what, what, what's the latest for that? Yeah. So between September, 2020 and February, 2022, um, there have been 1,723 suspected child abuse reports or scars, Oof. and um, that's a large number, it seems mm -hmm. like, but of those, only 66 have been substantiated. So that's about 4% of the cases, which means that when child welfare is uh, investigating these um reports or suspected reports, they're trying to find ways to engage these families in community services rather than taking the children and putting them in protective care. That's the last thing they want for to do. sure. If for they sure. can avoid it, they'd like to connect folks to the rapid response team, the FRCs, home visiting services. There's so many great things that they can connect families to to increase the, the resources they have and increase the chances of success. For sure. Okay. Well, that is good to know. You had that right on the tip of your tongue, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I prepared. You, you did. You came totally prepared. Well, yeah. All these great things in April. That is, uh, I, I think we may need more days, Kim, in April. We may need to I know. somebody to, to increase the days. But, you know, I, I'm thinking of activities wise. We got a couple more minutes left in the show, about three. And Melody, I know a lot of um, Kid Center activities come to you you know where they are. And oftentimes it can be hard in Nevada County. And this spring is a little different than most springs because apparently, you know, we, we don't do rain anymore in Nevada <laughs> County. So there's opportunities not only indoor, but outdoor. So, you know, the next couple of minutes, what are some of those that, uh, that maybe our families don't know about, you know, that they can go do is positive, you know, uh, connections with kids and, and things in our County. And it could be Eastern and Western County. Yeah. Well, I always love to brag on the Kids Zone Museum. I've brought my kids there and, and First Five funds a portion of it. Um, so if you're up in the Truckee area, that mm -hmm. is a great place to pop into. Um, they've got so many fun interactive exhibits. 
Uh, we've got the family resource centers in Eastern and Western County that are providing play groups mm -hmm. and opportunities to get your kids together with other kids. I know the libraries just resumed in-person story times and uh, stay and play opportunities. Um, so there's a lot of awesome things that have restarted as uh, they've come out of hibernation as we all are when the sun starts shining. Um, and in mid-May, ish. I don't have the exact date at the tip of my tongue. There is going to be a summer camp fair or event. So if you're looking for care opportunities for your kids for the summer, um, they're all going to be in one place. And uh, on our CSN Facebook page, we can post more about that um, event as it gets closer. And we'll also share it um, with Scott and Kim to make sure that NCSOS uh, advertises it as well. Cause right. summer care can be hard to find and Absolutely. it's competitive. People are waiting up at midnight, just waiting to register their kids. And so having it all wow. in one place um, will be a real resource to families as well. And, and just enjoying the beautiful area that we live in. Checking out the trails is a free way to get out and spend time yeah. with your kids and um, go out to Empire Mine and, and talk to them about the history of, of where we live and uh, yeah. dust off your gold pan and see yeah. what you can find. Yeah, one of my favorite places to take my kids when they were little was down to, uh, to Bridgeport area and do the buttermilk trail, see the flowers, mm -hmm. usually beautiful weather. Now you can walk across the bridge. They've got some really good exhibits set up down there. So yeah, you're right. There's a lot of, a lot of things. Well, um, Kim and Melody, we got like 30 seconds left. Any last question, Kim, or last minute things, Melody, you want to tell us before we, uh, before we call it a wrap? I'd say that the last thing, the one final nail I want to hit home is that it really doesn't take a lot to be, be the one for children and community members. And we can all do our part to make Nevada County a little bit brighter every single day. I think that's well said. What do you think, Kim? Absolutely. Yep. I love it. More and kindness, more attention to appreciation is never, it's never turned away. <laughs> yes. You can't be too, too, there can't be too much of that. Absolutely. And I think that's a great note to end on. Melody Easton, thank you so much for joining us this evening or Kim and I for being here. Uh, and on behalf of Kim and I, I would like to thank all of you for listening. Have a wonderful evening. Take care. Thank you so much. Thanks, Melody. Good night. <laughs>